0: Welcome back to Corolla Classics for part two of today's Sunday episode. Let's go back to 2015. This is a listener request from Patrick S. And he writes, there's an interview with MMA fighter Kale Sonnen that I always try and find, but I always have trouble. Chael, Kale, I know. I always always mess it up. I always want to hear it because he has a great answer to if he ever feels unprepared before going to the cage. And he says he's never ready. Sometimes it's just his turn. Yeah, he's such a good good interview um also famous amazing talker
1: amazing yeah. like uh if, if, if this was wrestling he'd be the biggest name in wrestling uh he has all those skills he puts in the work he uh, knows all the terms and all the tricks yeah uh, he, has, he has all the stuff of 1980s professional wrestlers in an mma fighter
0: yeah and he had one of the funniest sign-offs uh of a phone a couple years ago um I forget what it, I, I'm. Gosh, I'll butcher it. If oh, you essentially
1: it. Should, did. Yeah, he did one of those jokes where he yeah. had Adam talk and then hung up on him.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it was fantastic. So maybe we'll play that of future classics too. But
1: the equivalent of an in-person phone message. It's like hello. <laughs>
0: that's a, that's what happened, and we it ha- he got all of us, and it was it was pretty incredible. Was pretty good, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's a
1: hilarious uh, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a uh, real character. This episode's hilarious. It's Adam Krill Show fifteen oh six. And here's uh, what Sultanovich is filming on news. Gina hadn't been quite cemented yet, even though it was basically her job. Uh, Chael Sonnen in the studio, and Brian Bishop, of course. February of 2015. Adams hitting all of the Valentine's Day sponsors. And then Chael observes him doing it in real time. He's like, oh, is this what you do? You, you do commercial? Oh, all right. So I had to leave a little bit of a chunk of a head of a spot in so you could hear him reacting to it. And later in the show, that he's do- Adam's doing another one. He goes, oh, you're doing that thing again. Oh, this is what this is. Oh, his reaction real time to being inside of a commercial. It's so uh, hilarious, emphasized, and bizarre. No other guest would do it. Uh, this is an incredible interview. I think it's exactly what Patrick S. wanted. I hope he enjoys. We've never played it before. Adam Curl Show, 1506.
2: And now, Alcoa, Alcoa presents, presents Definitely Not, Not a, Jew a Jew on the I Adam Carolla Show. Dateline, Clearwater, Florida. A 33-year-old woman was arrested after she got into an argument with her roommate, doused him
3: with nail polish remover, and set him on fire. The argument began... When the the roommate roommate threw away her her spaghetti spaghetti and meatballs! meatballs. Definitely Definitely
2: not not a Jew! Jew.
4: Chael Sonnen, a guy I'm a big fan of. I uh, watch him fight, and I also watch his commentary as well, and... uh, He's a good talker. Good to see you, Chad. You're a
3: big fan, buddy. That means a lot. What that tells me, Adam, right off the bat, is that you have very good taste.
4: I, I do, and I do, and I love you. What's, is it Inside MMA? I'm trying to think of the show I always see on.
3: Inside MMA is the one that nobody watches, so I, I highly doubt oh, that you're their, that one. one of their three viewers a week. But you might, you're probably thinking of ESPN Sports Center and, and possibly uh, formerly of UFC Tonight.
4: Oh, UFC tonight. Yeah, they either threw way, me out.
3: I, I, I was lo- breaking the rules.
4: I love uh, Chael, and b- by the way, uh, recently uh, John Bones Jones, who just got uh, he just got busted for cocaine after his fight, and then now this whole thing with Anderson Silva, which is who did he fight? Nick Diaz. Yep, that's right. And Nick tested. Positive for pot, which, by the way, not a performance enhancer, non-enhancing. And uh, turn out, Anderson Silva was on some performance enhancing something, and probably was when you fought him two times as well.
3: You know, let me weigh in on that real quick. There is a misconception about performance enhancing drug. I don't really know where that term came from. When we were growing up, it was steroids. You can't right. do steroids. Over time, it became performance enhancing. Let's make sure we clear the air here. Performance enhancing is a good thing. We want that's what that's what medicine means. It enhan- it makes you better. We like that. And not all performance enhancers are illegal. Because people make that argument on pot all the time. They go, well, it's not a performance enhancer. That's never been the debate. The debate with the commissions is there's there's a list that's accepted. There's a list that's not. It's as simple as that. And it has nothing to do with the enhancement of performance. That's purely done by us in the media, not by the commission itself.
4: Well, I think cocaine is not on that list, but pot is, which seems counterintuitive to most people. It's like either put them both on or just take the pot off.
3: The list is very shocking. The list is not only unrespected, it's it's unwanted uh, by athletes itself, but this list got started. There's an agency called WADA. Mm-hmm. I've been in sports my whole life. I have the foggiest idea what country WADA is out of, let alone the state, the city, who runs it, what the president is, what their phone number is. We get WADA on the phone right now. I'd be shocked. I've never met a member of this alleged organization that sets up these rules and they govern all of sport.
4: So uh, the podcast, by the way, You're Welcome with Chael Sonnen, is uh, new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes and the website, Chael, that's C-H-A-E-L Sonnen, S-O-N-N-E-N.com is where you go. So are we retired?
3: Retired and it got stamped. They threw me out. I retired from the sport. And then they threw me out on top of that. It's like the old George Strait song says, "Cheating was against the rules and it didn't matter why. And I'm out of there, Adam. Why and they, did, they how did they, throw, how'd they throw you out of there? I mean, you're a big draw. I mean, people
4: love watching you fight. You talk it. You hype it. You get in the other guy's grill. I mean, you yeah, had that c- incredible, as I said, Anderson Silva was considered sort of unbeatable, maybe the best pound-for-pound guy in the world. And chale took him down to the last i don't know 30 seconds of round five i mean one of the most incredible fights of the last decade always bring it uh, always talk it up i mean good for business i'd imagine why take a guy like you you know i appreciate
3: that and I, i i don't know that the company was behind it we also have what's known as the commission and the commission the commission is the government we are the only sport in the world that i know of least in America, that's regulated by the government. Mm -hmm. So the government has its rules. They said, look, you've got these substances. You can't take them. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it going, guys, every one of those substances is legal. The FDA says they're legal. The DEA says they're legal. And your governing body is now telling me that I can't take them. I don't think an athlete should have to choose between health and sport. I think that's very odd that they make that argument, but they brought in, the thing. well, these are performance enhancers. And I'm going, well, why else would have I taken them? I wouldn't take anything if I didn't think it would help my performance. If a doctor gave me something, Adam, that doesn't help me, that's malpractice. Well, what do
4: you think about, as far as paydays go in this sport? I mean, it's becoming one of the biggest sports in the world, yet, you know, Floyd Mayweather's looking down the barrel of $65, 70000000 million, I don't know, maybe... He takes a haircut and gets 45 million bucks to fight Pacquiao. Uh, what a guy like John Bones Jones get like when you guys got together? Do you have any idea? Yeah, you know,
3: when we got together, he he a lot. He he would have made a lot. Um, I, that's more all than I can five say. million. Right, right there.
4: There you go. Yeah, he'd have
3: made he made right there. <laughs> I, I just, one thing in our contracts we cannot disclose. I uh, disclosed my info to a, a reporter named Stephen Morocco one time. Mm-hmm. He double crossed me and called the UFC and told them that I just disclosed my numbers to him. Mm-hmm. Reporters I will tell are you awesome. This. Yeah, and where there's smoke, there's fire in our sport. It's a very small industry. And John, in his last fight with uh, Daniel Cormier, brought in five million bucks. And, uh, I and mean, that's a good night out.
4: It is a good night out, and it's a long way from where you guys started. But I'd imagine at some point there'll be a Chael Sonnen who's sitting in his rocking chair at 75 years of age, looking at what these guys are pulling down and going, Jesus Christ, my first 30 fights, I didn't make what this guy made in that one fight. Yeah, and they- I mean, there's NFL, NBA, I mean, ever- baseball, everyone's got one of those. There's always that generation.
3: Yeah, you're completely right. You know, I, I had my first fight in 1997, and I came from an amateur wrestling background, which meant my dad had to buy my plane ticket to whatever event, and then I got to put the money down to buy my way into a tournament and take on five guys in one day. And if you win, you get a medal and you, you fly back home. So when I got into fighting, I got $500, but I had to pay my own travel out there. So, again, mm-hmm. my dad had to come for I'm only 19 years old. He's got to pay. He's got to get the hotel. So we, we're going backwards. So, fortunately, I was with the sport long enough to kind of see that change. But you make a good point. There will be a time when it does finally expo- explode. Capitalism will take over and and uh, competition, just that whole thing that drives numbers up. And uh, it will benefit from it, too.
4: How uh, important is wrestling to you and in, in, in this vacuum now that – that's going to be Pop Warner and Pee Wee football and maybe even high school football because everyone's worried about, you know, brain injuries and that kind of stuff. See, as a dad, everything I learned, I learned from playing football. Every piece of discipline I ever got, I got from playing football, and I, I basically attribute everything to playing so much football. But I also realized I probably lost a few brain cells along the way. I don't want my son to be a puss. Sure. On the other hand, I don't want him to have brain damage. Wrestling, to me, seems like a nice alternative in the intestinal fortitude and grit department without the head trauma.
3: I think you make an excellent point. Now, wrestling doesn't have as many opportunities. There's not even as many college scholarships given out in, in, in wrestling. So if you're looking for that...
4: He's not going anywhere. All right, fair I enough. just want him to be tough.
3: <laughs> all right. Oh, you just want to be tough. Well, wrestling's probably the way to go. And wrestling teaches you a lot of things, but it'll also teach you how to lose. Let, let's back up to something you said about the concussions with NFL football. Tell me, as a boxer, where I'm wrong here. They used to fight bare knuckle. Meaning you could not wrap your hand, and you definitely couldn't put it in a glove. We also did that in the Mm, UFC at one point. Interesting. This is before the Dana White Day, Mm -hmm. before Zufa took over. But that's how the UFC first came. Gloves were optional. Well... What had happened, what we found out, is the glove isn't meant to protect your opponent. It's meant to protect your hand. So if you can't wrap your hand and Adam and I go for Adam can only hit me so hard because he'll break his hand. So he's got to pull that punch. If they let Adam wrap his hand and turn this thing into a cinder block, he can hit me as hard as he wants. So the glove and the wrapping actually made it more dangerous. My argument, and I don't know the answer, I'm, I'm posing the question.
4: Football it, helmet. There
3: you go. In rugby, which has ever been as vicious as in football, we're not seeing the same concussion. We hear of concussion, but we're certainly not yeah. seeing the same thing because they don't put on the helmet. What I'm at, what I'm proposing, is that the same thing with our glove and our hand where they've actually made the sport more violent by making these bigger and bigger helmets and now they can hit each other harder and harder? Uh, I've heard that from
4: many people. Uh, helmet and face, and face mask is as yeah. well. And it's sort of counterintuitive because you think you're offering protection. On the other hand, you're offering a way to feel safer about going in harder and faster.
5: So it's like a false sense. Yeah. Well, of it's security? like, it's like
4: headgear and boxing. It, it does not really protect you from being concussed. It protects you from being cut. You know, right. you still so end blood. up taking a bunch a pounding and most of these guys. Turns out that most of the damage was done in the gym and not in the ring for a lot of boxers who end up having this.
5: Hockey is so violent as well. Do they see as many concussions? I mean, they're it's banging a repet- everything. It's a
4: repetitive thing. That's what, uh, It seems to be, the data seems to suggest that it's not the one, that you'd be much better off getting just knocked out cold in the first round than a whole bunch of small Collisions with your brain and your skull. Every
5: play depends on crashing into. Every
4: interior lineman is hitting every other interior lineman every single time, times forty-eight times a game, or, or I should say, eighty-five times Mm -hmm, a game mm -hmm. on each side of the ball. So that's. That's where the problem lies. It's the, the repetition. Right. Uh, but I guess why would it be different than coal miners' black lung? It's not the one fire that caused it. It's going it's to work console. every day, yeah, yeah. or uh, asbestos poisoning, or spending too much time in the sun and getting cancer. You know, it's all this accumulation of exposure to fill in the blank.
5: So is the, then what do you do? Like you let your kid play football for like two weeks? All right, you're done. <laughs> All right now off, on to basketball. Okay, you're done. I, I, <laughs> often, training for
4: sports. I yeah, oftentimes exactly. think of wrestling because I think I want that confidence. I, I know you have... Chael, you have a, a confidence that probably comes from just walking out onto that mat alone. Sure. I'm
5: sure the I'm sure the biceps help. <laughs> and doing
4: the other guy had biceps. Thank you young lady. The other guy had biceps too though, you well, know. I'm looking,
5: at, I'm looking at these
3: right now. You so. make a great point though on wrestling, you know, you you learn how to win, you learn how to lose, you learn how to, you're very vulnerable. Look at those outfits they make us wear, I man. Those That's things are true, ridiculous. The singlet, yeah. But if you go through that, it does make every there's an expression, if you wrestle everything else in life is easy and there's a lot right. of truth to that you've got the weigh-in you have the discipline you know, so a guy's got to make weight he's got to exercise right he's got to eat right that's very hard particularly when you're talking about a high school age kid to have him that focused on his schoolwork and his social life and everything and encompass it all into a 24-hour day
4: what is uh, the most weight and here's the thing i find interesting about that sport uh, wrestling uh, MMA, boxing, what are you walking around at
3: right now? What's your weight? I am probably about 241 right me, this very second. Me too. Right yes. this second.
4: She's pregnant.
5: I'm pregnant.
3: So. I didn't so, say 141. I said 241.
4: That, you are 241 you. right this second, right? Yes. What did you... You fought under 205, right? I fought at 185 pounds with Anderson a couple times. Yeah, Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. So
6: got a third of his body
4: weight. <laughs> the thing that's crazy is he doesn't look chunky or fat at 240. So it's one thing, and I've, I've dealt with boxers this way. They fight at 168. They're walking around at 210. But they look like a chiseled 210. Mm. So it's insane to get that much weight off of somebody you already think is in amazing shape.
5: So you're just sitting in a sauna in one of those sweatsuits and just... That's one way to do it. That's actually more of an older
3: school method, but that's the one I did for a number of years. I ended up uh, aligned with Mike Dolce, and he's got a a totally different system. But to your point, yes, it's just water weight. The the day I fought Anderson Silva, I was 17 pounds over 20 hours before the weigh-in. That's wow. my biggest poll ever. I'm kind of bragging about it. But I lost 17 pounds in 20 hours. And everybody goes, well, tell me how you did it. Tell me how you did it. No, you don't want to do this. It's a dehydration process. It's not real weight. The second I go, uh, put a six-pack of uh, of Coca-Cola back in the system, I'm going to gain that
5: weight back. Please recycle that six-pack. Yes, Please. but it's not, it's not
3: pounds, <laughs> you know.
4: Well, listen, forget about uh, podcast Wedding Planner. Yeah. I mean, just
6: you got a whole second
4: career. There's a Rob Schneider movie here, the 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 cutter. (laughs) cutter.
3: Yeah, 24
4: hours before the wedding, you can get uh, 20 pounds off that. I do
3: think it'd make for an interesting documentary, though, Adam. I think if you followed, uh, What did you walk into
4: the ring? You made 185. You made the weight 24 hours before the fight. Exactly
3: 24 hours later. What
4: did you walk into the ring at?
3: I left the hotel to walk down to the arena. I weighed my 207 pounds. I probably sweat a little bit and got in the ring around 203, 204, but, yeah, that's Basically still 20 pounds. Pound, yeah, 20, 22 pounds overnight, yeah. But it's just water. It's fake weight. It's it's, you, you drink it, you, right. ooh, your body puffs back up. Can I ask
5: this question, which I'm sure you know, it's, has been posed before? If everyone knows everyone's doing it, what's the point?
3: Everyone asks that. I, I love that argument. I coach kids wrestling. I tell them not to cut. We just go weigh in whatever you weigh. But if, if, if Adam and I agree we're going to fight at 200 pounds, now one of us might bulk up to two fifteen, and then and then pull the water weight. There's a misconception in fighting, and I think you'll agree with me. There's a misconception that there's a weight advantage. It's a disadvantage. You always right. want to be the smaller guy. Right. You always want to move a little quicker, let the other guy tire out a little more, particularly in a striking realm. In wrestling, it's a little different, but whenever two boxers, and I'll use an example, Muhammad Ali, 198 pounds when he won his first world championship, Mike Tyson, 220 in his prime. The smaller guy has the advantage, not the bigger guy. Advantage just means who's weighs more. But that misconception follows us around, and guys want to be bigger. Well,
4: I think if I was to put a finer point on that, I would say fighting at the weight you were sort of meant to fight. Your frame should carry and so on and so forth. So the idea that just getting as light as you can possibly get so you can fight the smallest guys you can possibly fight isn't a great idea because it's happened to me just in the amateur days. When I got down to a point, I'm 6'2", where I'm fighting a guy's five 5'9, but he's 165 naturally, and he's kicking the shit out of me because I feel weak. Right. Because I should be walking around at more 180, 185. Exactly. And you do, at a certain point, you're putting yourself at a Aren't disadvantage. You?
5: I was going to say, it's a disservice to yourself and to your, your game. That's well, exactly right.
4: Yeah, that is that is right. On the other hand, if you are strong at 205 and you're just walking around at 230, then cut down to 205. Um, All right. So who are you looking forward to uh, coming up? I'm trying to think who we have in the heavyweight uh, department. Um, The guy there was a guy who gave John Bones Jones a pretty good run for his money. Mm. Big, tall, blonde kid. Out of, I think, Sweden. Yeah,
3: that's right. Gustafson. I have Drago. Oh, sorry. Gustafson. Yeah. <laughs> of uh, Russia. Mm, Game. Right,
4: true. Game. Game. A, a real good run for his money, and then he just got taken out in one round by a new guy. Mm. And I don't know if that new guy is going to match up well with John Bones Jones or, or not, but you fought Jones. What do you think? Yeah,
3: it's very unlikely that anybody... Is gonna do too well with John Jones right now. You know, if you can get, the longer you stay out there with him is turning into a success. It was like the Mike Tyson days. If you can just get to rounds two and three, and boy, if you make it five, it's, it's such a victory morally. John Jones, the baddest dude walking the planet, and that's just the reality. Uh, this new guy you're referring to, his name's Anthony Rumble Johnson. He's a very talented, Young guy, he's on a a real run right now. I call him a young guy, he's actually a bit of a veteran. He'd been with the company before, he was released. He couldn't make weight, At him, He started at 170 pounds, kept missing weight. So they move him up a weight class to 185. He misses that by 7 pounds, worse than he missed the other one. They release him. On the independent circuit, he skips over light heavyweight and just goes all the way up to heavyweight. Mm -hmm. Beats former world champion there in a guy named Andre Orlovsky. Now he's back with the UFC, cutting Mm -hmm. down to 205, but he barely makes it. I don't i don't know if it's a discipline issue. I don't totally know what's going on with the guy, but he's big and he's strong and he's powerful and he's on a roll right now.
4: Yeah, he is. And uh like I said, you know, you can't do the math where the one guy took the guy full mm-hmm. five rounds and the other guy took the other same guy out in the first round, right. so he must be four times better. Sure. Doesn't work no. that way. And John Jones just seems to be pretty pretty well pretty as close as you can be to unstoppable. Uh, but when you fought a guy like John Jones how early into the fight do you realize that?
3: That is such an interesting question. Right away. So I walked out there thinking I was going to beat this guy. I had my matches with Anderson, and Anderson won them, but I whipped him. And then he'd win like three seconds of the fight and win the whole fight. So I went in with a bunch of confidence against John Jones. And uh, I trained right and eat, sleep, you know, just go down the checklist. Everything was perfect. Man, it must have been 30 seconds in when I realized this is a whole other deal. This is a totally nether deal. And, yes. and, Adam, he felt about 300 pounds. We weighed in the day before, both at 205. I'm telling you, when he put his hands on me and pushed me up against the fence, it was like a Volvo against a Mack truck.
4: Yeah, well, he's got a brother who plays for the Patriots in the NFL.
3: And his other brother won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. So there's yeah. three of them in the family. They're all world champions. <laughs> yeah. It, who, wow. What kind of gene? John Jones. Oh, Jones. Chandler Jones played for the Patriots. Oh, that's Arthur, brother. Yeah, yeah, Arthur oh, Jones who's a very cool guy but Arthur played for the Ravens when they won it. Oh
4: shit. Right. Yeah, I I just remember just from playing football playing a really good team. And on the first snap of the first play, when they all fired out in unison and didn't stop driving and blocking until two seconds after the whistle was blown, you just think to yourself, oh, shit. It's going to be a long day. (laughs) God, this is different than most teams. Like, you can feel it. It doesn't take a quarter or a half. It takes 30 seconds, and you go, man, this is not what I'm used to. Yep. And I could imagine feeling that with John Jones. Yeah,
3: that's exactly it. You know, if you get a bunch of guys in a practice room, football, field, baseball, whatever it is, you go hold a practice, they all know who the best guy is. It's like the animal kingdom, yeah. They don't all have to butt heads, they kinda look and they just figure it out. Fighting's the same way, and sometimes you don't get that practice room, but you know real quick into it what side of the bread is buttered. And when it's not yours, it's a bad feeling. Yeah. It's a scary, scary experience yeah
4: he's one of the first guys who was just it's just pure athleticism right a lot of guys have been drawn in because they have a muay thai background a wrestling background they start to put together some uh, stand-up game and so on and so forth he's just like the first of the next many generations of just guys who are doing this sport full-time uh not oh i started wrestling or i used to do kickboxing and then i transitioned he's just a pure athlete who's going to be doing this for a while if he doesn't get into trouble. I don't know what's up with that guy because it's always Jesus Christ and then it's cocaine.
3: I, I wish he'd stop doing that. I know the guy personally. He's a cool guy. He's funny. He, he's nice to people. He's generous. He's all these things. But he's a party animal. As soon as the sun goes down, he's headed out. But he's 24 years old. He's not married. I, I don't think there's a thing in the world wrong with it. I'm not sure why he does. He's so ashamed of it that he pretends to be something else and it gets him in trouble. The reality of who he is is a very likable guy. If he was in the room right now, he'd have us all cracking up. He can dance a little bit. He tells funny stories. Yeah,
5: because he's on Coke. So, of course, he's entertaining. Yeah, if
3: you ever can't sleep, call John Jones. He'll be up till 8 a.m.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or give uh, Pro Flowers a call. they will keep you uh, up, too. Uh, yeah. they
3: great deals. I like that. Is that how you do <laughs> your, your wife? commercial spots? He- you just go right into the show, right into a spot? Uh, yeah. That was cool. Well, why... Um, I always make an announcement. Well, the, the, you know, my... Over to commercial, and then they know when to get up and go make a sandwich. That was m- cool. My thing is this. First
4: off, my listeners are incapable of making a sandwich. That's a little too <laughs> tall in order for them. They could maybe do a quesadilla. Yeah, a wrap, But maybe. you wouldn't... They could probably handle a wrap That's like, like they, had, uh, they had an entire Saturday to dedicate to it. But a sandwich, open face, Maybe. Maybe. By the way, what happened to the open face sandwich? I kind of miss that. I never liked the open face sandwich. I'm sorry I didn't about either, it. but I do miss it. You just miss it I miss option? it as an option. Okay. You got to
3: eat it with a fork, unless you want to eat it like it's a. You're right. Tortilla. It was a horrible idea. Fork. As a matter of
4: fact, there's no such thing technically as an open face sandwich. That's just a sandwich uh, that's broken in I, half.
5: And also, whenever whenever I have an open face, I just fold it, and now it's a sandwich. It yeah. and yeah. now
4: yeah, you're right. Well, that's what anyway. you got to do. You have Jail, the. What was I saying? Oh, commercials. Yes, yeah. I've always said I don't want it. To be a commercial break because i said a break is you stopping what you're doing and going out and having a smoke you know what i mean like let's take a break let's take a work break let's right. take a whatever break let's take a break from driving cross-country and get out of the car and take a leak like it's stopping what you're doing i said if we do commercials it won't be a commercial break. It'll just be commercial that's woven into sure. the body of the show. No, that, that way, was won't cool. Feel like
3: I it. just learned something right there.
4: That was cool. Well, thanks. Well, why don't we take a five-minute break? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we do a little uh, news, and uh, I'll show you how to weave in another commercial at some point. The yeah. Adam
2: Carolla Show. Your source for the news that matters. Or random stories that piss Adam off.
5: You guys have all been to the dentist, right? Have we all gone? Good. Fantastic. Um, A patient who went to the dentist um, did not have a great experience, and so she posted on Yelp,
1: Mm -hmm. which we
5: have probably all done as well, um, that she didn't like the doctor and she put on a negative review and that's what yelp is for and that cost her dearly because the dental practice is now suing her for just about two hundred thousand dollars really yes for a negative review they say that her online online claims were wrong
4: so if they say meaning there's really if you have a bad experience you have a bad experience that's uh, subjective, right? But if you say they didn't use tap water on my mouth, they use semen, right? For wow. rents.
5: What kind of insurance do you have? Is that Obamacare? Is that what's happening to this country?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
5: what, what dentist is?
4: Well, all I'm saying is sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to extremes here to prove Absolutely. a point that you have to prove.
5: Yes. I that's don't, an alligate, I, well, allegation. What she says right? was that um, she initially saw a lovely dentist there, right? Um, mm-hmm. She was referred. She needed to get about, this is in pounds, so I'm trying to do the math quickly, but here it's listed 10,000 pounds worth of tooth implants. So she. I
3: think that's. Like
6: $16,000 uh, or $1,700. 10,000? Yeah, $1, yeah, yeah.
5: 10,000. Yeah, so it's. 16000 She's pretending yeah. like a
3: dentist in England to start with. <laughs> 000,
5: exactly. That's. Why don't we. Pretty good, yeah. Um, so, One
4: Indian guy set up, uh, hung a shingle over there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she had a three week wait before they could begin treatment. I guess that was part of her complaint. And then she received um, a treatment plan, the wrong prices, and then she got a toothache. And then they don't do the special dentistry that she needed. And it was just like all these things kept happening, mm-hmm. and it just made it gave her a terrible experience. And so she yelped about it. So do you na- think she should get sued?
4: No, but. I do. I think if 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 there's an allegation that is untrue and maybe it's just a pissed off neighbor or ex-wife who wants to just give you a bad review and fuck your shit up and you can prove that you lost business because of this untrue allegation then yeah i guess you should
5: okay if it was my business and someone puts this on yelp and i feel like i could potentially lose a lot of money i would maybe try to retain them as a customer please come in let me remedy this i'll give you um you know a free blah 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 root canal whatever you need to try to make everybody happy (laughs) sweet talker you got a sweet talker you're you're dealing with teeth
4: here's i guess what i'm saying just for the future what is what what is to prevent And I don't know enough, but you guys tell me. What's to prevent me going into a business and going, uh, hey... I got six hundred and fifty thousand Twitter followers. Right, I'm going to give you a shitty Yelp oh. review. No, no, and fuck yeah. your shit up unless you give me a free whatever right now. Well, Yelp
6: shakes down people. Absolutely. Yelp. Yelp this is a this is a, big, this is a semi-medium scandal like a year or two ago when yes. Yelp would go to business like, hey, uh, for a few bucks we can uh, get rid of these negative reviews. Absolutely. or We can move your shit to the top. Can, like, yes. Yelp is famous for doing that. Very
5: and they got famous. And out. also, mm-hmm. um, restaurants Sharpton approach.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that's right.
5: Other uh, places of business say, if you Yelp something nice about us, we'll give you like a free appetizer or 25% off or a free, you know, many pe- mani petty. Right. I don't think that's fair either because now you don't know. Can you trust these Yelp reviews?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, ultimately, it gets down to does the food taste good? Does your mouth feel <laughs> clean or whatever it is? But yeah, it's a, it's a weird world we're living in.
5: So she took down her review. Mm-hmm. Right, but she she wrote I had to take down my review because they were threatening to sue me, and then they they sued her again for writing that little addendum. That's
6: uh-huh. <laughs> true, but that part's true. They can't sue yeah. over that, right? Because so, then, you do so then <laughs> she had to
5: take that part down as well. So it's like lose lose.
4: All eyes, uh, again, I love first world problems. <laughs> I love that this is considered a problem in our, our culture or across the pond. But either way, this is a, this is a white person? problem. That's why problem. England
5: will never have nice teeth. Yeah. Because they just can't get their act together. Um, speaking of getting your act together, can we talk about getting your love act together?
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. A man who had sex for a year with a captive dolphin named Dolly. Finally speaks out about their year-long mm. love affair in a new documentary. I and normally he don't approve of
4: the waterbed, but this guy's got a <laughs> pass. It's actually a life-sustaining yep. device. He in this.
5: claims that she seduced him. Sure. <laughs> sure, classic move. You hear yeah. of it all the time. 63 years old. He right. had a relationship with her back in the 70s, which, you know, still a little bit of free love lingering, right?
4: You know what I always think of? I don't know why, but I always I, everyone always wants to focus on the crazy person. I always picture their adult children. I heard heard that news story about you your mean, dad. They're
5: half they're half ma- uh, mammalian adult. <laughs> yeah, <children>. they're
4: manatee <laughs> adult children. <laughs> they're
5: adult no, I'm <laughs> I'm just.
4: I always pick, you know somewhere this guy has a 31-year-old running around, and th- he's going into work going, please, dear God, yep. please, dear God, nobody fucking connect the, do the dots here yep. or whatever. And then someone goes, hey, I heard dad was all over the news. He like, oh. Oh, yeah. was a hell of a little coach, by the way, back when I was a little kid. It was, it was, Ooh, who knew? Dedicated dozens of hours.
6: Yeah.
3: Have
5: you guys ever gone swimming with dolphins, like in Mexico or I in have. A I
3: just did it in Maui.
5: And don't they give you, like, a little... Um, they do a disclaimer. Please don't touch the dolphin in any sexual manner. Right? Because the dolphin will flirt with you. The dolphins are hussies, At yeah, I'm yeah. surprised you haven't heard this. Do, do they, they say, say sexual? They do. They actually say... Because, you know, the dolphins are trained to swim by, and then all the tourists put their hands out, and then you get to touch the dolphin. And sometimes they flip over on their backs, and they say, if they do that, please do not touch them in a sexual manner.
4: Wow. I... <laughs> My <laughs> right way! I just like the part that the sexual. I'm I yeah. just say don't touch them. Well, but they don't mind you petting the dorsal fin and right. things like mm-hmm.
5: that. And especially if it's two dudes at the same time, because that's just gay. Right. So we yeah, can't two, do two that. Dolphin, but they, but they have a little, you know, a dolphin, a little, pff, little, a little area yeah. that right. you can, you know, accidentally, whoops, okay. daisies, you know, get all right. A bowl so grip. Th-
4: he had a consensual, <laughs> wow. a love affair yes. with this dolphin for how long?
5: Um, a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a documentary about him, and uh, it mm. was a bottlenose dolphin who lived at something called Florida Land, which was a theme park in Sarasota. Stop. Stop
3: it. <laughs> you can't so how was just getting to it like either. he was jumping the fence at night. Yes, that's oh. exactly it. All right, that's I exactly it. Trying he to had, make a joke. A yeah. yeah. He really did it. A rendezvous. Right. Yeah.
5: yeah. He um, he was allowed. They all trusted him, and he was allowed to go like after hours. And <laughs> what? yes, this was all happening. Like you know, he had keys. <laughs> they supported love. Oh, Jesus I mean, look. When you Christ. fall in love, you can't help who right. you fall in love with.
4: Does he? I wonder if he moved. Like the the, the most insulting thing he could say to a new partner would uh-huh. be, "Listen, your <laughs> pussy smells, and I've been with a fucking dolphin. You understand? <laughs> like you understand? My last pussy came from yeah. the sea. You understand? Yep. Lived full time in a saltwater yep. tank, and your pussy smells worse. Okay. I feel like you're speaking figuratively. <laughs> no.
3: I mean,
6: you can't have literally...
4: Yes.
3: I'm a Republican. I Absolutely. don't know if I can be part of this conversation. This is, they don't they want to marry. throw me out of the party right here. They don't right here. want
5: equal rights. Relax. How did they...
7: <laughs>
6: he says to the new girl, he's like, my last relationship well, started hot and heavy, but after a year, she wouldn't give me the blowhole anymore.
5: <laughs> so are they arresting
3: him? I mean, you go to jail for that's called bestiality. You can't do that.
5: Well, he said there's something very quite transcendental about making love with a dolphin. Uh, because, and this is what I he says. can't kind
4: of see that. Like
5: a, like a tiger or a bear, she could have killed me in two seconds. Yeah.
3: Uh, so he's not to terms with the fact that he raped a fish. He, <laughs> does, he really thinks he had, like, Wait, this is consensual. consensual. She didn't say no. That's probably his argument. I well, yeah. didn't say no. She didn't say ee, ee. Right. First of all, jail, Which is a dolphin.
4: It's a mammal. It's
3: yeah. a mammal. Yeah, very good. Very good. How yeah, uh, Respect. Did uh, okay. Don't lump it in with the rest of. My apologies.
4: Flesh. A lot of when the dolphins are just having a conversation, there's got to be a lot of a, a lot of range between the ones that do the roman ride like, what do you oh, do yeah, all day? Yeah. I got some dude standing on me in yeah. half a wetsuit. Yeah. What are you doing? I got this old guy hops the fence and fucks me. Oh! Hi, like, Finn! <laughs> like, how do I get that kick? I'm dragging this guy's fat ass around this cake all fucking <laughs> damn I'm exhausted. I'm
3: swimming backwards for fish.
4: <laughs> but this <laughs> right. dolphin couldn't
3: be the only one in the pool, so when he jumps the fence, it must come to him, yes. and the other ones
5: don't. It's exactly what it so says. So that's what he
3: took as flirting. <clears throat> yes, mm-hmm.
5: that she showed him signs that she was interested. Mm. So um, I I was rubbing her and moving my hand towards her tail. Mm. Dolly was slowly – it's like Fifty Shades of Mm. of, uh, Flipper. Dolly was slowly rolling around her long axis. Wow. And um, he he describes it in his movie, and he wanted someone to animate it, but he couldn't find someone that was willing Mm. to animate that part for the documentary. Oh, I got a guy. (laughs) Of course you do.
4: You know what film I'd like to see? I'd like to have – I'd like to see this guy's next sexual partner be Pam Anderson Okay. and just watch her actually vomiting while she's actually having sex with him. Oh, she knows She'd going into it. Yeah, she knows going sex. into it. Yeah, yes, she Cause so She's, a, she's an animal well, lover
5: because of PETA, you mean? We
4: grease her palms a little bit. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because a- anybody – like Bob Barker's got to be beside himself at this <laughs> point, right? Like, I I mean I don't mind the consensual stuff. Like, I don't
5: know if you can neuter a dolphin, so I don't know. Maybe he'd be fine with it.
4: I I feel like like I used to. We got in this on on Loveline when many years ago. The guy the guy's dog Brutus was banging him. That that was the deal, or he was performing oral on the dog, mm-hmm. and everyone was. Uh, producer Ann was out of her mind. Couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe this atrocity. And I was like, well, listen, some dogs pull lesbians from Nome to Anchorage, Alaska, and die along the way. You know, like in terms of things you would like to do as a dog, could be doing sniffing out bombs at the airport or working for the military or police or doing the uh, I did a rod, uh, getting sucked off by your best friend. You know what I mean? Like, a uh, it's not bad. You do worse.
3: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's terrible, but that's a strong argument to beat right there. I know <laughs> you're right. I want to argue with you, I just need Thank a little you. time to think of a rebuttal. Because right. that's a good I, that's a good point.
5: M- maybe I'm guilty. I have let a dog finish on my leg. Maybe I'm guilty. Maybe I'm the problem. Wow.
4: Enabler. You know? <laughs> Shin enabler. So who bus? how did they bust the guy?
5: Uh, he came out. <laughs> oh smart. no, no, he's doing a documentary. Do you I- understand? Oh, he wants oh, yes. everyone to know. So, has he been charged with the crime? Um, You know, it's Florida, so probably not. (laughs) He's the mayor? (laughs) They're totally cool. (laughs) (laughs) He was just elected the third mayor. It's not like the dolphin was eating Skittles. It's fine. It's okay.
4: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, he's doing a a documentary. Yeah,
5: uh, the last line in this article is however uncomfortable it can be as a subject matter, what Malcolm experienced is unique. And very yeah. real and very serious to him. So maybe we shouldn't laugh, you guys.
3: Uh, no, we should. We should <laughs> we for should. sure. That's should. not a pass. Just because you're a weirdo, that's not a pass.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm
5: a romantic, I guess. I don't know.
4: Hmm. All right. So where does this rank up for you? Like, let's say incest, necrophilia, yeah. dolphin fallacia, dolphin <laughs> Where Where does this, in terms of like, I got to set you up.
5: Like, are we talking about like foreplay? Just a date. Oh, just a date. Okay, just a um, date. I don't know. I just feel like necrophilia is so boring.
4: Yeah, you know what Been I mean. There, it's done just that. yeah, it's yeah.
5: it's one sided. Mm-hmm. I need a conversation. And dolphins can communicate with Tro- you. Yeah. Uh, now, incest was one of them.
4: Well, I keep in mind I am setting you up uh-huh. with the gentleman who, okay. whose past relationship was one of the three. Oh. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Wow. Mm-hmm. Looks well, like well, mean, consensual
6: incest to, to, mm-hmm. to make it a little more palatable,
5: right? Yeah, I, mean, I can barely tolerate Thanksgiving, so I would mm-hmm. not be cool with incest. Okay. So like, that's like, off like, the table. I, way off. Okay. I mean,
4: I, next, so we're we're back to the porpoise. I,
5: I think so. All right. Yeah. It's just I mean, lunch. You know, they can give you a ride. You know what I mean? Well, you're not. They're like transportation. No, no. also. no.
4: Like, <laughs> you're dating. <laughs> You're getting I'm set getting, up getting, with the guy. You don't get to ride the dolphin.
5: No, no, I understand. I'm just defending the guy that I'm getting oh, set I up see. with. i sure. I yeah, see. Yeah. i mean, okay. it's,
6: it's...
3: just making the case.
5: Oh. Mm-hmm. So don't forget I, the dolphin
3: I, seduced him. That's relevant here. Yeah, that's Look, true. He must yeah.
5: have something going on, right? Mm-hmm. He must have some sort of game. Sounds like a generous lover. Did, have you ever been seduced by a dolphin, Adam? I mean, no offense. I'm just. No, let's be I, I got haven't.
4: blown by starfish once, but I was pretty fucking drunk and I was in Mexico. Well wow,
5: that hole you don't know what that hole is right that's it's my an point. honest mistake that's
4: my point all right so uh, oh, <laughs> whitefish we're going to watch this man <laughs> we're going to have to watch this documentary
3: I'm in. I'm in too. Whitefish is the name of it. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, we're working a commercial spot. No, we're working a commercial spot on no. the show. No, this whole no, Oh, you're doing it You're doing that thing again. <laughs>
4: no. Oh, I see. No, if I was doing that, I'd be talking about coaching bad coming on Spike. Anybody uh, screwing anything else? What else we got?
5: Um, I'll give you guys an option. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um If you want to, you know, end on a feel good. Mhm. All right. Um, that wasn't a feel good story. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually. I mean, I feel great. Uh, we have. Do you think this guy
4: filmed himself?
5: Oh, oh, no, no, he yes. can only hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Ugh. Because he was the um Florida land uh photographer. That's how they uh, let him oh. behind the scenes. Oh, 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 oh. He was oh. taking pictures of oh. the dolphins. Oh,
4: I missed that part. Yeah. Did you well, mention that
5: part? I, I did I, not. My
4: head is swimming part in the pun. But you know what I love most about this story? Right. Is how insanely outraged so many women are gonna be over this story? Right.
6: Of course. Yeah.
4: And yeah. my whole my whole thing is just this. I do not wish that either one of my twins grows up and has sex with uh, sea animals. Okay. Okay. Now, that's not what I wish for. Marine life. That's not something that's on my, my list that's of things for them to fair. accomplish in their in their lives. But as long as there's women... School girls being abducted by ISIS and, you know, beheaded or sold into some sort of sexual slavery or acid being thrown in their faces. As long as there's uh, ethnic cleansing and genocide, as long as we have real problems, the one crazy kook having sex with the giant fish that doesn't really know what's going on is way down on my list of things to fix.
6: So you're opening the spectrum of global like
5: what they could possibly in So you're doing. not going to start like a move on dot org petition. <laughs>
4: I would say even in this country, there are many things that are going on, for instance, just in the inner city alone mm-hmm. that should be that should provoke more moral outrage okay. on our behalf than the crazy 68 year old guy who's having sex with Flipper. Right. Th- that's me. So I put everything in perspective. Sure, unless you- not Barry the
6: lead is a photographer. That's He's
4: right. A filmmaker. That's right. He's an actor now.
6: And he right? was seduced. Why does
3: everybody keep leaving that out? I <laughs> you think <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You so right.
4: everyone is going to go absolutely insane and be absolutely morally outraged over this. Yet in the time we discuss this, there are a bunch of kids that just got shot in yep. the in the inner city. And so for me, prioritize people. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That makes sense. Thank you.
5: Um, since you said uh, acid, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with um, a story that has acid involved in mm-hmm. it. That's going to—that's what Im- I'm all inspired ears. me. Um, this is also this has involves a penis, mm-hmm. but it's a sad story. Mm-hmm. Um, a teen poured battery acid on her boyfriend's penis as revenge.
3: That's rude. Mm-hmm. For
5: releasing a sex tape on social media. Now, Mm. the teen is 17 years old. Mm -hmm. So her boyfriend, 25 years old. Mm. Fair play.
7: Oh, I changed that, my stance. Yeah. Because yeah. like she's underage.
5: Uh, but why are you having sex with a twenty five year old? Seventeen, you should know better. But she um he released a pornographic video of her on mm-hmm. the internet without her consent. Mm-hmm. And she skipped like, you know, just plain old screaming and yelling in anger and went straight for revenge. Mm-hmm. Quote, she says, I had to do something to show him that I was angry. Keying his car? Really? Not an option? Yeah. And I wanted to hurt him so that he can see that he messed with the wrong girl.
4: How nice is this guy's car? (laughs) Number (laughs) one, that's what I'm saying. Driving a Daihatsu charade with Bondo all over it. Have fun keying that.
5: She says, I never intended, this is what she said, to kill his penis. Oh, Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. How do you think that works at the DA's
3: office? Is this a wash? Uh, You you, you did a statutory, you, you did a mutilation, let's call it good?
4: Yeah, I do, I do. I, I have the same sort of feeling of, uh, this is white trash on white trash crime right, right here. Um, so, you know, this is just, you kind of cosmically got what's coming to you. You
5: don't think that's a little extreme?
4: The, the, the having sex with the minor part, you know, that's been going on for quite some time. The sure. throwing it up on the internet. And it's really something, as a dad, I worry about is the stuff that's going to just live forever. It doesn't even have to be pornographic. It can just be you being stupid saying something stupid, think about all the stupid stuff you did, you know, put blackface on and went out on Halloween or something, and now it's captured forever and it's tossed on this, and then you're running for fucking Senate. Only one of us in this room would <laughs> that. I was Mr. T. That's a fucking homage. It's not point. making fun of black people. That's a legend. People. Not at all. You yeah. paid homage. It's called homage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Chael's brother's name. Homage.
3: <laughs> well, the
5: fact that, uh, the, like, I guess, I don't know how her classmates also it. I don't know why other 17-year-olds are are watching porn but that this ruined Wait, her well, life. Can you can't imagine for why you. 17-year-olds are there watching porn? There is a, a disclaimer there. page saying you cannot watch us if you're not 18, yeah. and they read that, and then they don't watch. <laughs> is that how it works? Yes. Agree. You, well,
4: damn you it. can't
5: lie to the internet. Yeah. Four months. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does no one live by rules anymore? Right, exactly.
4: Where's um, their code? What do you think, Like in terms of batting average, the car nav system that says don't operate <laughs> while <laughs> running, and you just hit agree while you're going 75 miles an hour, or the porn site that says you must... Be 18. Like, in terms of just.
6: The porn site weeds out probably a little more just scared kids. But the the (laughs) car, that's
4: 110%. I don't know. If you're watching
5: porn in the car while you're driving, the worst. That's dangerous.
4: So, all right. What did the. The acid due to the guy's junk, and will he ever fuck another dolphin? Okay. <laughs> or am I confusing things so, at this point? Oh
5: so- You're doing another
3: ad. Are we doing an ad again? Are
4: you doing Not that yet. thing again? <laughs> oh, okay. it's a dolphin integration.
5: <laughs> His penis is no longer functioning. That's what it says in this article. As a result, and he has to urinate through a tube and undergo surgery. Wow. And he has decided not to press charges because this is what he said, which actually kind of redeems him a little bit. Even if I press charges, it is useless because it won't bring back my manhood. Her being in jail will just ruin her future because she's still young and I don't have the energy to attend court.
6: He wants rebound sex. hmm. <laughs>
5: Can you please fuck my tube?
4: Jesus, God damn Christ! Yeah. What are we? What are we coming to? But and good, glad he cannot sire any mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. By the way, with his uh, shriveled and burnt junk. But yes. after
5: all that, she's going to still press charges because of underage pornography. Wow. It's well, dirty, here's. Dirty
1: pool.
4: Can I ask this? Um, when something like this comes out. Considering things will just live on the Internet well past uh, all our lifetimes. And at age 17, I mean, there's getting married, there's starting a family, all this stuff, and this thing will just forever live on the Internet. The idea that we're talking about it now has already gotten a few more clicks. Sure. Uh, It's going to get pulled down because it's considered child pornography, I'm assuming, depending on what state it's in or I don't know what. That's
3: federal, 17. Yeah, 17 will get you 20. uh,
4: Joey probably should know so
3: much. I should be an expert. I should be a and with walking that said, encyclopedia. I'm a Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure
4: the you're a real. Thereplacementpenis.com. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? What do you want to know? 95. All right. I'll give to you. you statutes. I can tell you how they well, vary ordinances. from state to state. All right. But her then taking this to court. Is going to now then end up on TMZ, which now takes this story that could have just kind of crept off into the night and put it into everyone's psyche. Right. And in a weird way, you're kind of doing what you don't want to do, which is getting it out there unless... There's some sort of Kardashian I'm future you're playing. My mind
6: went there too.
5: Right. But well, okay, I I've always had a problem with um like you By know By the way,
4: how about our next boyfriend every 10 seconds. Are we cool? We're cool, right? <laughs> We're cool. <laughs> We're cool.
5: No, I. battery acid, like on a the counter. The notebook
4: four? Yeah. I was going to suggest seeing the notebook four. That was, the, 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 well, was my idea. If you, like, cool. if you
6: don't like the slippers, i will cool? bring them back. Yeah, we'll right, be cool. Right right it's cool, right?
4: Especially cool, right? the mall's open, it's it's midnight. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, don't most people walk around with foil wrapped around their junk? Yeah. I think they do. <laughs> I think they do. No, Especially it's during it's the UV ray, sun cancer thing. We're cool, right? Is everything cool? Everything's happening. the It's cool. We're cool. We're cool. I, you want to get what, a Prius? No, 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 no. No, no, that's one big battery. <laughs> that's a huge that's battery. That's yeah. one big, huge battery. No, no, no. Battery. It no, it no it's not the it's car it's for you. It yeah, yeah, costs yeah, more yeah. to build than a double-sameer. Yeah, 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 you think you're saving the environment, but you've got to build a pow- 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 power plant. It's <laughs> the power of the car. Yeah, internal yeah. combustion. That's for you. Not
5: a Tesla! Get back here!
4: Sorry, where was I? All
5: right. When's your birthday, Adam? What date?
4: May 27th.
5: May 27th. May 26th, you're 17 years old, Mm -hmm. right? Then you turn 18 on May 27th. Were you any smarter? Were you any wiser? Why all of a sudden? No. Like, I feel like a 17-year-old should know better.
4: I Like, where do you... Here is the problem. Here's the big problem we have and and we're going to have. And I, I was telling this to Dr. Drew the other day. Because I said to Mel Brooks, and, um, I can't remember if I was talking about on I think I was talking to Drew about it, but I may have brought it up on this show too. You know, he's telling me he worked. Um, <clears throat> he, he signed up for the army in 1944, and he mm. was in Germany, and he was with the construction battalion and construction, uh, engineers. And they were, were defusing mines, and, you know, clip the red wire, clip the blue wire. And I said, to how, you know, that's a 20 year old Mel Brooks. And I said, Mel Brooks, If you knew what you had in your future, 20 years old, now, you know, blazing saddles and the producers and Grammys and Oscars and Emmys and blah, 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 would you have done that? And he was kind of one. Jeez, i don't know like because you don't think there's a time beyond yeah. this time yeah. right. when you're 19 years of age so when adam carolla was 19 he was riding a motorcycle with no helmet when it was raining outside with a fucking bald back tire because i didn't give a shit about there's no such thing as what, what happens when you're 30 mm-hmm. like so throwing your porn up on the internet or filming yourself or doing whatever stupid thing you're engaged in whatever that is Perpetually at seventeen or eighteen, you just never think about being forty. No, not
6: That's at all. True. You
4: just never That's even true. contemplate it. And now <clears throat> I don't think seventeen year olds are any different than I was when I was seventeen, but now everyone's got a camera.
5: Right. And
4: there's something called the internet. And, and I, obviously
5: w- <clears throat> eBay to get battery acid.
4: Right. And that worries me because the technology has come to a place where everyone has a phone with a camera in it, we can film you in high def doing whatever and put it onto a box that sits on everyone's computer or they can use a desk or they can use their phone or whatever device. Technologically, we've moved ahead 10 billion years. Emotionally, psychologically, we haven't moved ahead a second from the time I was 17. And that's... Going to cause problems. Did you say he went to eBay
3: for the battery acid? I didn't hear that part of the story.
4: Is
5: that true? <laughs> no, I was just saying they have the ability now. Sure. When I was a kid, I did. I didn't know how to buy anything. Right. I mean, I didn't know. I felt like you know where to even look for battery acid. Now every kid can just go online and go to Amazon and buy whatever but you they have want. A, is that
3: from an actual battery? Like you take a battery and somehow. You extract the acid? How does that well, work? When you I've get poured your it fa- on
5: penises, what mm. I do is um, you just poke a hole and make a nozzle. Mm.
3: Yeah, you just... No. Oh, well, <laughs> first off, she just... None of us know. Like, is that a real thing
5: from a battery?
3: Yeah,
4: yeah you, you fill batteries with acid, okay. and um, you also do it oh, with... Uh, distilled water, too. Oh. I mean, the old batteries, the ones that had cells. You Remember know, the ones right. that had the sure. little caps on sure. top and the cell would get dry or low or whatever? But you could probably go to almost any auto parts store and get an old-school battery kit that mm. had the acid with it that yeah. you're supposed to mix with the water. Probably. All right, let's uh, bring it home. Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> that was the news on The Adam Carolla Show.
0: That clip from 2015 and a request from Patrick S. Thank you for requesting that, Patrick. Fun clip. Yeah, totally. All right. Look, we have one more clip for everybody, and it's from 2019. It's a Rotten Tomatoes game, but Adam's not playing.
1: What, what, what? <laughs> uh, this is Gina and Brian hosting the show. Mike Dawson joins them in the studio to play the game. So Mike Dawson's a fellow contestant and, I guess, cast member for this portion. Adam Carolla Show, 2664. Uh, Gina Grant and Brian Bishop hosting the show without the boss around. And this is from September of 2019, Rotten Tomatoes game number 182, No Ace. Now it's time to
8: All right, we're back uh, with a very, very special guest, um, hiding in plain sight as somebody who has never, not one time, played the Rotten Tomatoes it's been game. Been involved in every game Yep, and yet never played.
2: I feel like I'm at the adult table, finally.
8: <laughs> Mike Dawson, everybody. I was going to say Matt Atchity, everybody. <laughs> no, Dawson, we're, this is you're in the room with us.
2: I've been dying to play this game. <laughs> Fresh I, off. Y- you have no idea the torture it is to run the game every time and know in my head, I will never, I will yeah. never play this game.
8: Sure, and, yeah. and like sitting at home watching Jeopardy, I know the answer to this. I could do this.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Everyone thinks they're going to be good at it, but... Here we go. When are. you're on you the plane of fire, are. that's yeah. right. Uh, a fire
6: fresh off his fire set at the, uh, Valencia, <laughs> oh. Dudes Brew. That was God, that fun. Was Thanks so to good.
2: everyone for coming out. There's a couple more dates, Santa Monica, and where's the other Torrance. one? Torrance. And Torrance. Every two, two weeks.
6: So October 12th, October whatever that is after that. That's and funny. Brian
2: hosts the whole thing, and you're good at it. <laughs> you obviously great weren't
8: there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we start, um, you have, we're just doing shameless plugs the entire show.
2: Yes, absolutely.
8: By the way, wouldn't that be a great sponsor, wig sponsor for you, Brian?
2: Plugs? Shameless, you, shameless plug How dare you? Man. Yeah, good you know, job, Chet.
6: Back at the uh, like, who was the radio show? They were like, "Hey, there's a there's a hair uh, replacement sponsor. Would you be interested?" But no, no, I don't want to. Yeah,
8: fucking you kidding know me. I keep thinking of uh, Murray, Maury, Maury's, Maury's the, <laughs> the right.
2: idea behind the hair replacement is no one knows. <laughs> no one's supposed yeah. to know. I
8: think they'd be tipped off. Yeah. Uh, so, what else do you have going on, Mark uh,
2: Dyson? Well, hi, I'm Mark Dyson. Um, I do have a stereo music podcast. I'd like to turn you on to uh, it's called front of house oh, yeah. uh, it's a live performance and interview podcast i do it in my uh garage slash bar slash stage slash nightclub Sure. Um, and uh uh if you follow me on twitter at dos angeles or the podcast mm-hmm. at foh pod uh the podcast is called front of house great. which is the nice. engineering term for the best seat in the house the guy behind the controls
6: you'll be doing front of house at at of Ryan.
2: Right? I will be.
8: Yeah. Oh, you're working?
2: I'm, I'm working. I'm, annou- I'm, I'm going to help Brian with some announcements. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah.
8: And we have the World That's Championship of Guacamole coming up. That's
2: right. October 19th. If you go to, if you follow at Corolla Drinks, you'll get all of the info. We've got a killer band called Everride. They're going to headline for us. And Everride features one of the dudes in Glee. I forget his name. So this is going to be big Come um, find out. They're a fantastic band. That's a good, great. A good rock pop rock band. Like the songs could be top forty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they've got a, a a good rock feel to I them. Like wait, the I'm going to be
6: there. Are you going to be there? Where is this going to be, Dawson?
2: Uh, this is going to be at an undisclosed location. Okay. To be announced. Uh, invite uh, To only. be announced, which uh, pretty much means uh, uh, a property that Adam owns. <laughs> and yeah. do we have it's going to be at the other warehouse <laughs> in the <laughs> parking lot. But what we we're going to have you time? do. It's going to be noon to 7 on October 19th
7: Perfect Um,
2: Chris's band's going to play My band's going to play And there's going to be guacamole We're going to have guacamole cheese steaks it's Fuck gonna yeah. be. It's gonna that's be the ultimate great, keto treat. Yeah, it's going to be a <laughs> great, great, great day.
8: And while, we're, thank you for all of that. And while we're on the subject, of course, the Film Vault podcast, don't, easy don't, listening don't podcast. You give a plug. We should do a round of plugs.
6: I you just just to, did. you just want to do easy listening?
8: Uh, uh, Grain free comfort food. That's my website, grainfreecomfortfood.com. uh Features all the food I cook for these mm. yahoos on the Eat Your Feelings segment and more. So, thank you. And what else you got? I'd like to be
6: uh, give a plug for someone else, actually, on my mm. behalf. Uh, for an employee of mine, uh, you guys remember Anderson from uh, the film Vault? An employee of yours? He's my sidekick. Oh, okay. Um, he has a movie coming out. He actually oh. has a feature film. I watched the trailer. That is hitting theaters. It's called Groupers. Groupers. hitting theaters here in, in Los Angeles. He worked... I've been next to the guy weekly for the last however many years he's worked so fucking hard on this thing I'm very proud of him um, it's called Groupers it's a, a very dark comedy uh, and uh, give it a shot if you're in LA it's going to come out in video demand soon but nice. if you're in LA definitely check out Groupers
8: okay great
2: uh, I will go see it I've w- I wanted to see it at oh, the yeah. special screenings and I thought I missed my chance yeah. oh, I'll never no. see this hit, movie the now trailer's now it's intriguing out. I think great. October
8: 1st
6: is the, is the date check, check, awesome. uh, check you know Google it but I'm almost positive that's what it is
8: well, speaking of movies shall we
9: yeah, let's, let's do, do this
8: Let's do this, Matt Fondelier
9: Yeah, Is this the new,
8: the new Better Matt, or is this old <laughs>
9: <laughs> no, it's old Hey, Matt. boss It's old Matt Alright, so you know every week uh, we put the Rotten Tomatoes game together We try to make it fair, think of movies We're somewhat confident you guys have all seen But with Adam out this week, we realized uh, it opens up the playing field for <laughs> <fun to it. laughs> So for that reason, this week we've selected movies Adam Carolla wouldn't be caught dead watching. Okay. The mice will play. (laughs) So every once in a while, Adam will surprise us with something like Sex in the City 2. But I think you'll all agree it would take a hell of a lot more than a marijuana-laced breath strip for Adam to endure over 100 minutes of ABBA music sung by the stars. Meryl Streep and Amanda Seyfried built the hits in Beautiful Greece, while Pierce Brosnan tries really hard to keep up. 2008's Mamma Mia, the movie.
8: Saw this in the theater twice. Head exploded 20 times. I have not seen it. Oh, my God. It is a campy... Songstress Fest. In a, in a perfect uh,
6: synergy, this week's film vault topic is top five musicals. Oh, and this- we acknowledge that it is a blind spot for both of
8: us. And this is a jukebox musical. This Jesus a-
2: Christ, superstar, better be up there.
8: <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh, really? So anyway, what's the news?
2: Did Mama, me, I haven't seen it.
8: Oh, it's just.
2: Um, it is gonna be a tough certainly one. exactly what the critics want.
8: Is it? Because mm. I, I, okay. I
2: think one hundred percent. Um, my score is locked in. What hold, do you guys on, think? hold on.
8: Hold on. Because I am very, I am in the eye of this storm and I can't see my way out. So I'm, I'm not sure what a normal person would, would put this out. I have to imagine
6: this pleased the right people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there was like, I don't think ABBA fans or musical fans were outraged by this. Yeah. Uh, evidenced by Gina's reaction.
8: Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, my head exploded because it was just so bad, good, right. and I loved it. But I think we're all locked in. Yes?
2: Mm-hmm.
6: I played it safe
9: with 77.
8: 80.
2: Huh, I'm going a strong 97 on this one.
9: Whoa!
2: I've never seen it.
9: Mamma Mia is rotten. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> 54%. That, I'm out. That, that Dawson, surprises me so not at all, at all.
8: Bye, Dawson.
2: Wow. Uh. Okay, let's get back all in. All right, <laughs> let's
9: move on here. Now we, Damn. That's how it goes, man. That's why you got to play the game. Yeah.
8: <laughs> For the first time.
9: We all know Adam Carolla as straight as an arrow but even he would be questioning his sexuality after a two-hour multi-dude striptease session led by Channing Tatum. Uh, Now we're talking, Gina. This time, the boys hit the road to Myrtle Beach for one last blowout performance. Seriously, what the fuck happened to movies, everybody? Gina, settle down. It's the 2015 sequel, Magic Mike XXL.
8: (laughs) Can I say something? I thought I had an advantage here. This movie gives the people what they want from jump did you see this one multiple times the second one I have it on my computer it's for travel um there's really what does it give (laughs) people I mean from the I don't know first seven minutes of the movie he he, you know he's he's working topless in his shit on some you Uh, know found art or whatever the fuck he's doing and the radio is on and he's contemplating life and then he hears pony, and he smirks to himself, and he kind of gives it a little bump, and then he's like, "Ah, no, I'm I'm sanding," and he's like, ah, oh, fuck it," and he goes for it in his little garage by himself. Throughout this movie, there is there is nonstop abs and grinding and dancing. And uh, Dawson,
6: is this true? <laughs> Sigh. The,
8: the, the, everything you could want in a movie. Is in this perfect film, Magic Mike XXL. I'm getting
2: a feeling that the theme is also movies that, that Dawson, Dawson has never ever yet. seen. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah.
6: Guys, this one time. Yeah.
8: No, um, again, this is very tough for me because is it a perfect 100? Is it 99? Right,
6: 101? <laughs> wow. Hold on. So I go. thought I had an advantage here because the first <laughs> one was a good movie that I think people kind of dismissed. You know, mm-hmm. I was going to go kind of high when I thought I must go
2: low, but I have no. Fucking idea What this one is I don't either I said 71
8: Hold on oh, hold on, hold on Hold on God It's so great And no Matthew McConaughey And yet all these dudes Carry the movie perfectly mm-hmm.
6: Okay oh, I was
9: gonna go low anyway So I went 59
8: I went with a perfect 69 <laughs> Nice
9: <laughs> Magic Mike Double XL Is fresh oh. 66 Oh okay. Okay. Right. okay okay I'll take that well, as Halloween quickly approaches, you know we're going to be hearing even more rants about terrifying commercials for Not Scary Farm. And, you know, for a guy who can eat peppers crushing two million units on the Scoville scale, he's got a pretty weak constitution when it comes to gore. Mm. So what are the odds Adam dragged Lynette and the kids to see a film about a guy with a choice to die in a dilapidated bathroom or cut his foot off with a rusty saw? There's a whole franchise of them now, but there's no way Adam saw 2004's. Saw.
8: The original. The original. The original. And how many were there after like 14?
9: I think we're up to nine at this okay.
8: point. Okay.
6: Speaking of the Saw franchise, cute or not, or cute or not, Dina Meyer. Ooh, la, la. From Starship Troopers. The I've never one? seen any Nathan of the Anthony's Saw movies. Not Denise Richards.
8: You know, I did the thing that Aziz Ansari did, or at least claimed to do in one of his stand-up specials. I wikipedia this whole movie, stopped before the last <laughs> uh, paragraph, and then watched it on YouTube. So I've never seen any of these movies, but they must be popular because there's... 5,000 of them.
6: Now, the critics aren't generally kind to horror films, especially the kind of the gory, like, you know, over-the-top ones. But isn't there... A, they love a twist.
8: Isn't there a twist? There is a twist. Okay, hold on. Well, there's a lot of twists.
2: you locked in, Bri?
8: I'm not.
6: I have seen this. Dawson, you've
8: seen this?
2: Uh, I've seen this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Okay. What's um, I think that the critics love Carrie always Um... And I think this kind of began a new genre of horror.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it was Towards done so well. I took into account that critics don't generally mm-hmm. like horror, but I think this is a strong... Uh, I'm going 88.
8: Oh, my God. Yeah,
6: this is a really good movie, Gina. You you might not like it, but it, you would appreciate it. It's actually really good. Um, and the critics, I think, were maybe a little hard on it, so I went a little lower at 76.
8: I, I might have bumped myself out because... It's a horror movie. I know that there's a lot of them and I know that it's supposed to be in a way kind of smart, but I just don't think they're going to give them any kind of gimme on a horror movie. I said 57.
9: It's a great movie. But it's also rotten yes. at 49%. Oh, okay. wow.
8: But the people, the Hunter had it at 84%. It's really
2: good. I can see now I'm, I'm, I'm realizing the frustration you guys must go through <laughs> every you time you it. play this game.
8: Thank you.
9: So you guys should all know that I did vet a larger list of movies with Adam ahead of time to make sure that he hadn't seen any of them. <laughs> Uh, Much to my surprise, Adam has not only seen The Little Mermaid, but he said it was a great movie. Oh, it is a great movie. It is. (laughs) Listen, I just didn't think he would say it. Look at
4: this stuff.
9: So I asked him about this next one, and he said it's possible he's seen a few horrible moments in clip packages, but generally he's made it his life goal to not only never see this movie in its entirety – but also to defecate all over the entire catalog of the film's mastermind, John Waters.
6: That's right. Well,
9: defecates may be a poor choice of words if you know about one of the most infamously disgusting scenes in what's truly and proudly one of the most revolting movies of all time, 1972's Pink Flamingos.
6: Yeah, saw it. This is a tough one because like, critics and snobs love this movie, but I think people also recognize that it's schlock.
2: I've,
8: I have no idea what this is. <laughs> it's pretty disgusting. You know what? Saw is like a, um, a humorous Pixar romp compared to this movie.
6: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, this is del- like delightfully schlocky.
8: But, but, but people, not Adam. Oh, so the, ta-
6: the tagline is an exercise in poor
7: taste.
8: Yeah, and it's Divine who was uh, a megastar herself. In all of these movies. In Hairspray, one of my favorite movies, the original Hairspray. But this isn't Hairspray. This is Pink Flamingos. This is a tough one. Because do you get, as, as Adam would say, do you get woke points?
6: I, th- I think it's Embrace as like a, a classic. But uh, it's how, tough. Many, it's how a many, tough many reviews watch. from At the Time are also, you that's know what true, I mean? That's
8: true. Hmm. Hold on. Oh. Okay. I, mm,
2: I have okay. never heard of this until just this moment. Wow. You're a lucky man. Um, I don't particularly like John Waters films. Um, I couldn't name one right now.
8: Okay. Pink Flamingos, Pecker.
2: Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> um, and I'm not going to fall into the Brian trap Mm-mm. where he says just that ignore. the critics adore this guy. Yeah. Well,
8: they, it, it's uh, true.
2: <laughs> I'm going low. Okay. Um, I say it comes in at twenty-five.
8: Oh well. Wow. Um, I I wrote down a score and erased it and wrote a new score. I was going to say because this is very tough because yeah. it is a terrible movie, but nobody wants to be caught saying it's a terrible yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. So I said seventy, scratched out, put sixty-five. I wanted to be. I think that was safe. Yeah,
6: a- eighty-five would not surprise me. Forty-five would not surprise yeah. me. I did the same thing as you. You went sixty-seven.
9: Dawson, you should be glad you've never seen this <gasps> movie. It's oh. legitimately disgusting. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's awful, but
8: it's also fresh. Oh my god! Oh, Jesus,
9: my god. Listen to me.
8: They call it uproarious and appalling. I will
2: never be playing this game again. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more left here.
9: And again, when I asked Adam if he'd seen this last one, he legitimately had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> but rest assured. An entire generation of teenagers fell in love with and then wept for the stars at the center of this romantic coming-of-age melodrama based on a novel by Nicholas Sparks. Spoiler alert, Mandy Moore has leukemia and (laughs) dies. 2002's A Walk to Remember.
8: Wait, this isn't the one with Shailene Woodley?
9: That's The Fault in Our Stars. Does
8: she have cancer, too?
9: She also does. Oh, my God. Another movie based on a book by Nicholas Sparks.
8: Okay. That's torture porn.
6: I have no, I've never seen this. I have no thoughts on this. Gina?
8: I, I'm not, this is not my thing, man. Even if I was... Well, Dawson obviously is. Yeah. Extensive.
2: yeah even I, if I, I, think I was thoughts. 16. I think, I think Mandy Moore is a solid cute.
8: Oh, she yeah. is yeah. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even if I was the right age for when this came out, I, these kinds of movies don't appeal to me. So who knows? Now, it feels
6: like a sweet spot. Now this what? is not for you. Why? I don't know. It's emotional and... Make You Cry? How dare
8: you? I don't, I'm not into chick movies. I'm not into shoot 'em up movies. I like the middle. Okay. Who's Shane West?
2: Never seen it. Never will. Hold on. Shane West should be a, like a
6: cowboy star, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I really-
8: that
2: is a pretty solid name. Yeah. I'd put yeah. Shane West up against Buck Storm.
8: <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I got a... Uh, is it late? I don't know.
2: Well, whatever. Just, it, at this point, I should just roll dice. I'm yeah. going to uh, go, go, s- yeah, go zero. Yeah, I'm going to go zero.
8: Yeah, this was me playing it safe. I think possibly protecting a lead, though. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think it's kind of lame to say you like this, but also she has cancer. If you can't hurt her. Right, right? Exactly. right, Brian? Oh, you are critic proof. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Can that book earned
6: those good reviews? So, Fuck no.
8: I kind of stayed safe just rotten at 53.
6: Yeah. I've been burned by this many times before, but a walk to remember never gets brought up as like, dude, have you seen a walk to remember? You yeah. got to see a walk to remember. So it's got to be kind of middling. I said 62.
9: It's rotten. 27. Oh, cent. Cent. good
8: strategy.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to tell you <laughs> I only got 27 really. points there. <laughs>
8: I, am, I really don't know well, You and I are pretty close Yeah no. I don't know Who the, who the victor will be <laughs> Can you go back there And do the announcement <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sure I won
9: <laughs> First of all Let me say Your scores are all Really close And by that I mean they're written On a small piece of paper So they're all <laughs> Right close next proximity. to each other yeah, That's good Dawson Yeah buddy You finally got a chance To play in the big game And you blew
2: it I'm on the podium Bitch
9: <laughs> By letting me sit In the announcer's chair Yeah I'm I coming I for you me. bro I'm coming for your job your score also left a little bit to be desired. You did wind up on the podium, 169. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dawson, that Jesus. An alternate wow. 169, that has got
2: to be the highest score ever, right? <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's my up game. there. Wow.
9: So that leaves Brian and Gina. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I will say I've made it my goal since I started working on these Rotten Tomatoes games to make it very difficult for Bald Brian to win.
8: Oh, I like that. I can tell. I think I've been succeeding so far. <laughs>
9: And i got to say, a lot of these movies were kind of geared toward you, Gina. Oh, okay. Did Gina get the big W? The final score was 78 to 105.
6: Oh, I that a lot closer. God.
8: Gina gets the win! Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, and I appreciate that. Uh, Matt, I, I appreciate what you tried to do for me. It worked, but I surprise people a lot of times, because I usually do my best work when I've never seen the movie.
6: It came through. <laughs> that's, your, that's your paradigm, man.
8: Thank you. Do we have an outro?
6: We do, as a matter of
8: fact. Well played, Gina. Yeah. Bye, Dawson.
6: Know
0: know Mr. Da- Mr. Dawson.
8: Oh, that's right.
0: Nat that clip from 2019 with one of the uh, uh, rare Gina and Brian hosted shows with adam taking the day off well he was working doing something else he wasn't necessarily yeah, he's always off.
1: working yeah. yeah adam has a day off uh, is he in a race car is he in a uh, southwest flight in the middle seat <laughs> is he in the back of a comedy club trying to blow a butt outside between three shows uh stone-faced uh, not letting on how difficult it is all or of is the he, above or is he in seattle with a lobby wrapping around a theater outside the doors
0: yeah it could be Yeah, could be one of those Either way uh, enjoy your day off adam all right That'll do it for this weekend's Corolla Classics. Thanks again for listening and sharing this show with a friend. We really appreciate it. Make sure to check out Adam this Wednesday at Wise Guys in Vegas. We got Caretop and Josh Wolf joining us on stage, and yeah, we'll see you next weekend. happy Halloween, everybody! Enjoy yourselves and take care. My name is Chris Locksmona. That's super fan Giovanni.
1: Hello, and get it on.